Welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. You'll get $10 off your first order. Today is also Monday, May 4th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. May the 4th be with you. (laughs) Uh, Last week, we talked about legendary Twins closers. We talked about uh, Eddie G., we talked about Everyday Eddie, as they called him. We talked about Rick Aguilera and uh, Joe Nathan and Glenn Perkins and Al Worthington a little bit on Friday as well. Uh, Doug Corbett, I think we talked about on Monday. Super interesting case. Doug Corbett, uh, highest war by a reliever in one season in baseball history. Dougie Corbett, uh, amazing, amazing season he had on some bad Twins teams too he pitched. Uh, very short stint, but was great in those times. I'm outside today it's the the summer months are starting to peek through here in minneapolis it was just a beautiful weekend i hope you had a great weekend uh is thinking about the twins this weekend of course and and hopefully baseball starting soon but what we do know is that the korean baseball organization is getting underway tonight and espn is broadcasting one game per week uh, of the korea baseball organization i think they're doing play-by-play uh, actually remote play-by-play from here so we, we'd be able to hear it in English. Um, my interest in it, I mean, it's the first pitch is at midnight tonight. Maybe I'll check in. Maybe I'll do a FanDuel lineup. I'm a big uh, daily fantasy guy. Enjoy fantasy baseball a lot, fantasy football, so maybe I'll check in and do a little KBO lineup. But uh, it, it is exciting to have at least one sport back or, or – um, you know, at least what feels like a sport back in, in Korea, and hopefully MLB is back soon. But today, I, I, this weekend also, I looked at just the sheer home run numbers from the Twins last year and how impressive of a season it really was. And why I think this is important is I think it's when you manage your expectations for a team coming off such a special year, I think you have to look back and see just how special it was. You can, it's easy to forget. I mean, we're almost, uh, you know, a fifth of the way through the 2020 season with no games. The offseason's just it's ongoing. It's never ending the off season. So it's easy to forget about that 2019 team, but I I continue to look at numbers from that season, that very special season. And I was thinking too, that it's lucky for us that we had such a fun twins team to watch. And we don't have to dwell on like a very disappointing club last year, like the Chicago white Sox or the Cleveland Indians. Uh, We get to dwell on a 101 win division champion, but also uh, that the twins lost to the Yankees once again in October. And I was thinking about this last night when I was watching the last dance, Michael Jordan, uh, when they kept losing to the Pistons, that gave them an extra boost when they came out. I forget what year it was. I wasn't. I'm not a uh, statistician or historian on the uh, Chicago Bulls of the '90s, but they came back and swept them one year, and and you know, a big part of that was just that they they were sick of losing, and they they had that chip on their shoulder that whole season. And I think the Twins, you could see that from the Twins this year that they're going to be ready to go. And Rocco Baldelli said it in an interview this week with Audra Martin, our guys are going to be as ready as they can be, and I think. You know, part of that's just being prepared as far as uh, your body and being in shape for baseball. But a big part of that, too, is is being ready to compete and being ready to go back out there and and take care of business and uh, just try to put up a better fight come October. And I think the Twins are going to do that in 2020. And I'm, I'm very excited for it. Whether that be November now is the new October. Uh, I'm very excited. But let's look at these Twins records from last year. Home run records set by the 2019 Twins. And, and Ted Schwarzler responded to this tweet and said he didn't think these records would be broken anytime soon. I can't help but agree. I think, uh, you know, because of the ball, I, I'm reading Swing Kings by Jared Diamond, which is great. And I'll talk more about that this week. But 60% of it was the ball last year. Uh, 40% was was player change based on a study done in December. 
Uh, but here are the records that the Twins have. 307 team home runs. That's the most in baseball history in one season by a team. We know that. Eight players with 20 or more homers. That's crazy. Eight players with 20 or more homers. That's almost a full lineup, plus Luis Arise is your ninth, who didn't hit 20, basically. Five players with 30-plus homers. We know Garver, Rosario, Kepler, Sano, and Cruz with 30-plus. Uh, 87 games with multiple homers. Two-plus homers in 87 games. More than half the year they hit uh, multiple home runs. 47 games with three-plus home runs, which is uh, – about a fourth of the year, based on my math, more than a fourth of the year, more than 25% of the year, uh, more than 25% of games, I should say, they hit three or more home runs, which is nuts. 11 games with five or more home runs. Those are all major league records. Most home runs in, you know, most games with two-plus home runs, most games with three-plus home runs, most games with five-plus home runs. These are MLB records that they tied. They had five games with six-plus home runs, two games with eight-plus home runs. We're going to talk about those a little bit more today. And then they had six players with 25 or more home runs. Those are tied MLB records, but they outright hold at least six that I could find in the home run category from 2019. But those eight home run games are just crazy. When I tell people who you know maybe aren't huge Twins fans like my family or friends uh, down in Columbia at Mizzou that the Twins hit eight home runs in two games, and that's tied for an MLB record. I think it's with the like 2010 Rangers or something. I don't know. My, my head's all uh, mashed up with these stats of, of seeing uh, different teams and, and different splits. But on April 20th last year, the Twins hit 11 homers in one day in a doubleheader win over the Orioles at Camden Yards. And I think the Yankees hit like 100 homers off the Orioles last year. Uh, I honestly think it was over 100. I, I would have to find that number. But the Twins hit 11 homers in one day off the Orioles at Camden Yards. We know Camden Yards is hitter-friendly. Manny Machado, Adam Jones, Jonathan Scope enjoyed their time there for many years. Jonathan Scope making his only All-Star game as a member of the Baltimore Orioles uh, in his prime, now we could say. The game one, they won 6-5. to five. Rosario hit two bombs, and we got to remember how good Rosario was in the first half because we continue to kind of bash him and continue to look down on him, but he was so good in the first half before that ankle surgery, or that ankle injury, I should say. Jorge Polanco had the ankle surgery. Um, but hit two bombs both off Dan Straley and then Williams Acedillo, we remember, was super hot at the beginning of the year. Also homered off Dan Straley. I think he faded out by then, by like, no, actually no, he was really hot in April. Uh, and faded out a little bit in May and then got hurt and, and missed a lot of time. In Game 2, though, the Twins hit eight home runs. They won 16-6. to Cruz homered twice. C.J. Crone homered. Rosario hit another one. So Rosario hit three homers in one day. Garver homered twice. Scope homered twice. And uh, that's tied for the most players to hit two or more homers in, uh, in one game. So that's uh, three players in one game to hit multiple home runs. That's tied with with a bunch of teams. That's happened a lot. Only if Cruz could have hit uh, or Crone or Rosario could have hit one more, uh, that would have made it uh, the, another record for the Twins. But they said enough last year. And then on May 23rd, the Twins won 16 to seven in Anaheim. They hit eight homers again. Scope homered twice again. Polanco homered this time. CJ Crone homered again. Sano homered twice. Kepler homered and Rosario homered again. So uh, in those three games combined, Rosario hit four homers in the uh, those you know home run barrage days. And then again, the Twins hit eight and won 16 to seven over the Angels in Anaheim. Just unbelievable home run numbers. And we'll just continue to. Uh, just mull over how amazing that season was at the plate for the most powerful team in baseball history. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is not your average protein bar. When you bite into it, it 
it tastes like a candy bar and it, it tastes just like any other candy bar you'd get at the store, but it is a protein bar better for you. Go to builtbar.com and use code locked on. That's L O C K E D O N. You'll get $10 off your first order. That's built bar B U I L T B A R.com and use promo code locked on L O C K E D O N. Again, you'll get $10 off your first order. Really awesome candy bar, not candy bar protein bar that tastes a lot like the latter. Download the Postmates app and use code Locked On L O C K E D O N if you have Postmates in your city. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free restaurant delivery credit for your first seven days. That's code Locked On L O C K E D O N. Postmates is great, especially in a time like now when most restaurants are closed around the country. $100 of free restaurant delivery credit for your first seven days if you have Postmates in your city. Again, code Locked On L O C K E D O N for a limited time. So, sheer home run numbers, yes. How did some of the Twins hitters compare to hitters around the league? Uh, other superstar hitters around the league. And I looked at this on Baseball Savant, just kind of poking around. And uh, this is a, a big way that I find a lot of my content, just poking around on Baseball Reference or poking around on Baseball Savant. And because of this coronavirus shutdown, a lot more time to do that. And so, you know, I get to share these numbers with you instead of just tweeting them out and, and then talking about a Twins game. I get to uh, share them with you uh, on the air here uh, on the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. This is my first, like one of my first and only morning podcasts I've done. Actually, it's 1049 Central Time here. Uh, going to stay up late tonight to watch the KBO, I guess. So, I, you know, I got to be I got to be fresh. Um, let's look at the Twins lineup. This is the Twins lineup that I'd probably put out there against right-handed pitchers. Uh, you know, Josh Donaldson thought he was going to hit second against lefties and clean up against righties, but I have Donaldson hitting second for this lineup just for the sake of uh, getting through it uh, and, and having that left-right, left-right, left-right combo other than Donaldson and Cruz at two and three in the middle of the order. Max Kepler leading off, I think he would have again against righties, and I think he will once the season gets underway here in the next few months or uh, maybe it's a matter of weeks. Max Kepler leading off. His number one comp from last year was Marcus Semien, who uh, I think finished third in AL MVP voting, if I'm not mistaken. I know he was top five. Marcus Semien, the Oakland Athletics shortstop, had just a tremendous season. And as did Max Kepler. That's the number one comp. Here's a really exciting one. Number two, 81% comp to Nolan Arenado, uh, the superstar third baseman for the Colorado Rockies, who was uh, muttered and and you know talked about maybe being dealt to the St. Louis Cardinals this offseason, but he is still in Colorado and, and isn't very happy there, um, but just wants to go play baseball and go win. And he's a superstar at third. Max Kepler comp to Nolan Arenado based on hitting profiles. This is based on their hitting profiles, hard hit percentage. Um, you know, ground ball, fly ball rate, all those things on Baseball Savant, if I'm not mistaken. I think those are the guidelines. Mike Moustakis is an 80% comp to Max Kepler as well, signed that big deal with the Cincinnati Reds this offseason. And then Xander Bogarts, another star for the Red Sox, um, signed a huge six-year, $120 million extension last year, two years ago. He has an 80% comp to Max Kepler as well. So really good company for Max Kepler, Marcus Semien, Nolan Arenado, Mike Moustakis, and Xander Bogarts. Uh, awesome and pretty strong comps, 82, 81, 88. 80. Uh, Baseball Savant does this as a fraction, but I assume that it's like a percentage. So I'm just going to use it as that. Josh Donaldson hitting second. He's 80% comp to three uh, other stars in the league. George Springer, Houston Astros, going to be a free agent after this season playing center field. Uh, has really established himself as that star. Bryce Harper, 
you know, monstrous deal with the Philadelphia Phillies, $330 million. I think it was for, that was Machado maybe. It's a lot of money either way. 80% comp to Josh Donaldson based on hitting profile. That's uh, also good company for the former MVP. And then Pete Alonzo, the uh, home run king and the home run, uh, set the home run record for most by a rookie last year. Maybe like the only home run record that wasn't set by the Minnesota Twins, Pete Alonzo. Uh, only if Luis Arise could hit like 55 homers. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if he did that. Christian Yelich, Jordan Alvarez, and David Freeze, 77% comp to Josh Donaldson. Freeze is a little weird, but I guess righty, a little bit of pop. Freeze has since retired. But Christian Yelich and Jordan Alvarez, uh, superstar lefties. Uh, Alvarez coming up as a rookie last year. I'm not completely sold on him, and also he looks like he has a future as a DH, and I'm not completely sold on the Houston Astros as a whole. So uh, I'll take the Christian Yelich comp, though, uh, MVP winner to Josh Donaldson. I think Yelich should have won the MVP last year over Cody Bellinger, but, um, you know, that's neither here nor there. Batting third, Nelson Cruz playing DH. He only has one comp on Baseball Savant. I I maybe should have looked into this more of uh, how they find these comps or why there's only one for some guys and, like, ten for others. It's Jorge Soler at 71%. We know Nelson Cruz is unique in his way. He has unique power, one of the best sluggers of all time. Uh, no question, one of the best designated hitters to uh, to play and to hit homers for multiple different teams. Jorge Soler, who hit over 50 last year, has a comp to Nelson Cruz. I bet he'd be happy about that if you told him the uh, the rookie on the Royals last year. Eddie Rosario compared to Francisco Lindor, 83%. That's interesting. Lindor's a switch hitter. I think that's the lefty version of Lindor because the lefty version of Lindor is better than the righty version. Um, last time I checked. Nolan Arenado, also a 77% comp to Eddie Rosario. Corey Dickerson, I think, is really, really accurate. Left-handed slugger, kind of a platoon hitter against righties. I think that's really accurate for Eddie Rosario. And then Michael Franco at 72%, who now plays third for the Kansas City Royals, has a uh, has a comp to Rosario as well. I thought these were interesting. I think Dickerson's like a, a knockout of the park. I would put Dickerson at like 90% for Rosario. Another player I would think of for Rosario, and I saw it a lot this offseason, is David Peralta, corner outfielder for the Arizona Diamondbacks I think is really similar to him batting fifth in this lineup Miguel Sano he has a 71% comp to Joey Gallo of the Texas Rangers which is also great Uh, monstrous power very comparable power between Sano and Gallo in my opinion and then this might surprise you Jason Castro I think is 71% unless that's Starlin uh, I got to double check that. I mean, I guess that's a big difference. That might be Starlin at 71%, but uh, either way, Joey Gallo, 71% comp for Miguel Sano. <laughs> I'll find out the cash run, and I promise I'll tell you tomorrow whether that's Starlin or Jason because that's big for us. If it's a uh, former Twins catcher, Jason, that'd be that'd be mighty interesting. And even if it's Starlin, that'd be interesting because he doesn't have much power compared to Miguel Sano. No one does. Jorge Polanco batting sixth as a lefty. You can put him as batting a, as a righty or as a lefty, but as a lefty, he has an 88% comp to Jose. Jose Ramirez, which is one of the highest comps in this whole lineup. Uh, I love that. Jose Ramirez, you know, perennial MVP candidate for the Indians. Last The second half of last year, he hit over 300 and was uh, lights out in trying to bring the Indians back in the AL Central race. We knew it. Uh, we saw him more than anyone. We saw him, you know, hit really well in the second half, struggled in the first half. But Jorge Polanco to Jose Ramirez is certainly a nice sight for Twins fans. 81% to Kurt Suzuki. The catcher for the Washington Nationals, former catcher of the Minnesota Twins. That's pretty funny. 78% to Max Kepler. 78% to Eduardo Escobar, former twin as well. Justin Turner and Corey Seager, also 78% to Jorge Polanco. More good company for our twins here. Uh, Kepler, Escobar, Turner, and Seager for Polanco at 78%. And then Jose Ramirez at 88% is awesome. And I don't want to slight Kurt Suzuki at 81%. That's awesome. Mitch Garver, Kyle Schwarber, 91% comp. To Kyle Schwarber for our catcher. 
Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., 88%. Ronald Acuna Jr.'s number one comp in all of baseball is Mitch Carver. Uh, that is really, really awesome for, uh, you know, that, that says, says good things about Garver's, uh, Garver's future and also Acuna Jr.'s future. Uh, my buddy Cooper Carlson, writer at Twins Daily, responded and said, Ronald is honored or should be uh, really happy to be in the same company as Mitch Garver, not the other way around. I could not agree more, Coop. Pete Alonso, 83% to Mitch Garver. And then Jorge Soler and Matt Olson, 82%. These are, this is the best group out of all the twins, I think. Schwarber, Ronald Acuna Jr., Pete Alonso, Jorge Soler, and Matt Olson. Mitch Garver is establishing himself as a superstar in this league and, and the best hitting catcher in all of baseball. Luis Arai batting eighth. I hate to do it, but he is batting eighth in this loaded lineup. Yuli Gurriel, 81%. Yuli, uh, you know, kind of had a year that did not look like any other year in his career last, last season. Um, and I guess they think that he's similar to Luis Arise. I beg to differ. I would put Tony Gwynn and Rod Carew in here, <laughs> or at least we hope. Josh Reddick, 76%. Miguel Rojas in Miami, 72%. And then Hanser Alberto in Baltimore at 72%. I, I would disagree with most of these. I don't know a ton about these players, but Luis Arise is very unique, and I think uh, his profile is going to be you know, really something that is, that is hard to find these days and is uh, not very comparable to other major leaguers. That's just my opinion. Byron Buxton batting ninth, 76% to Paul DeYoung, who I think he had 36 homers last year. I think he led the Cardinals in homers. So if Byron Buxton has 30 home run power, um, also like 50 stolen base power and, and elite defense and center. Uh, watch out. He's going to win MVP. Eduardo Escobar, also 76%, the lefty version of Eduardo Escobar. 74% to Glaber Torres. I love that for Byron Buxton. Glaber is one of my favorite players that isn't a twin. Forgive me that he's a Yankee. And then uh, Santander for Baltimore is also 74% to Byron Buxton. Interesting comps here for the twins. Maybe I'll do pitchers this week. Um, but otherwise, have a great day. Enjoy the weather. Another beautiful day in Minneapolis if you're here. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day, and go Twinks.